0: we live?
1: live
0: Oh it feels good to get back in the saddle Brent how about you
1: Man it's been too long When when is the last <laughs> one that
0: we did Uh the one that actually got released would have been the championship recap I think with me you Josh and Mark uh, back in either late early this oh year or late 2020
1: Yeah yeah, not counting. Not we re- did record the one with Mark.
0: <laughs> we recorded the one that with Mark he
1: drunkenly deleted. Uh,
0: but I, <laughs> I dropped the ball, and uh, but anyway, that's neither here nor there. We are back up and running. Four twenty. Those of you who are celebrating, celebrate for me.
1: Please, please. <laughs> Be
0: responsible. Be responsible. Be smart. Uh, But most importantly, six days till the NFL draft. So we figured, right? Because it starts the twenty sixth.
1: Yeah, I think so. Yeah.
0: Starts the twenty sixth. Just Brent and I here. Uh, We are hoping to get Mark on, um, Mark on here before the draft or right away after the draft for some sort of reaction, because that's really when a lot of our league. We'll start moving, um, especially when it comes to trading picks and evaluating players and landing spots. I think obviously there are a few certainties in the NFL draft. We know Lawrence is going 101, uh, not only to the the Jaguars in the NFL draft, but more than likely can pretty much pencil that in for Ben's pick. Um, I haven't heard any otherwise, nor would I assume that he would take any other quarterback outside of Lawrence. But uh, once that draft happens, we should have a couple, or a a, a quite a bit, quite a bit more insight as far as who, which players' stock is rising, which players' stock dropped, depending on landing spots. So until then, uh, I think we'll chat today about some free agent signings. I know we obviously know where the majority of, of position players and, and skill players are, but just getting some reactions to, to those as well as I think we'll start off with uh, an update on where we are within side bets. Um, this was back in, I actually forgot about both of these bets that I'm involved in. Um, but on the 19th, which I think is when we recorded, that must've been when, when we recorded our last, our last podcast that didn't get re- re- uh, didn't get released apparently i'm betting brent Akaniak that i will end that or you think that you'll you'll have more victory points than me at the end of the season correct
1: correct and i will um, i will
0: and i i uh i believe you now i didn't believe you then but i believe you now just with where you are i mean dude run through your roster for us all right and the picks that you the have. The
1: picks that I have, I mean I traded one three to Matt for uh one six, two six, and then <clears throat> I also threw in Sam's first rounder for next year, and I got Michael Thomas in return. So I'm feeling I'm feeling pretty good. Um, as far as roster goes.
0: So to move down three spots, and I think that's a slam win for I honestly, you. Because I honestly,
1: as much as I want to say it's a win for me, I do believe that that was a win-win. Um, like, he need, Matt needs a quarterback. And, he, right. I mean, it's a super flex league. He doesn't have a single starting quarterback right now. Who knows what's going to happen with Set in Miami, if Tua happens to fit does he really?
0: Out. Does he really not? He does not
1: have a starting quarterback, so <laughs> he legit needed to move up. And I felt comfortable enough with Burrow, Hurts, and Darnold.
0: <clears throat> yeah, was this after or before the Darnold this trade, after to, the Darnold trade Carolina. to Carolina? Okay.
1: Um. So yeah, I mean, I have Burrow, uh, Gaskin, who was the starting running back last year for the majority of the year. I got Tyreek Hill, Irv Smith Jr., C.D. Lamb, Michael Thomas. And then it kind of fizzles out there. I got like Henry Ruggs, Sammy Watkins, John Brown, John Ross, Hardman. A couple of guys that who knows? I mean, they're going to be hit or miss guys throughout the week. Um, and then for my super flex, I got Hurts and Darnold or, or anybody else really. But That um, feels pretty I, good. I feel good. I feel like it would obviously take a lot for me to win the championship this year. Um
0: Right. I wouldn't go no, that but far. I mean, that seems like a very high. But I take. mean, I
1: feel like I'm a I'm a pretty good playoff team.
0: Yeah. And uh but yet yes, you I think you can easily say that your team got better through like through the off season but does that my my concern is that i think the teams that were already ahead of you still probably have a superior overall roster to you even though you got mm-hmm. better but the bet the bet doesn't matter it's do you end up with more victory points than i right. do and i felt pretty good about it until you went out and grabbed michael thomas and didn't have to give up your first-round pick this year. You just moved back. You moved back three spots.
1: Yeah, and I still feel Um, like the guy who, okay, obviously I wanted to get in on this super fun QB carousel, um, but I needed (laughs) needed other things. And so I really feel like the guy who I needed to draft is going to be at six, just like he would be there at three. Sure,
0: Um, and you just gained Michael Thomas and, what, a second-round pick? Second-round pick, but I also gave up a first next year, so I have no first-round picks next year. Yeah. So you've positioned yourself into hopefully contending. Somewhat of a win your roster, yeah, yeah, your roster looks like it. You've got Burrow, quarterback of the future. Um, I mean, I'm going to speculate that you probably go running back at six. So you've got a young running back there, and who knows if Gaskin can hold the job in Miami. You've got Tyreek, who's a stud. Herb Smith uh, doesn't have Kyle Rudolph to contend with anymore. C.D. Lamb, Lamb of God. <laughs> that's, that's, my fav- that's my favorite nickname of all the nicknames that are in sleeper art. Is <laughs> Lamb of God for C.D. Uh, Michael Thomas, I don't... Okay. I wanted Michael Thomas last year as the season was progressing, as he was either hurt or suspended. Uh, I was, I had a, an expire or a um, an offer out to Matt that wasn't expiring. And I think it was Baker Mayfield, a first and Devonte Parker oh. and, or Preston Williams for Michael Thomas and Matt's first. Oh. Um, And looking back, I'm so glad that Matt was ghosting me. Uh, as he as he does, as he does to so many of us. Love you, Matt. He, he hated sleepers Thanks though. for protecting me from me. Oh, he okay. still does. But Matt, thanks for uh, protecting me from me. Um, Brent, I honestly think you have the edge in that in that Kane's bet, um, just because of you get an automatic victory point for being top seven in scoring. Or what is it? Top six in scoring, I think.
1: Yeah, top top seven.
0: And then it's an extra. And then it's top seven. And then it's two points for your head-to-head matchup if you win. I think your team's going to score a ridiculous amount of points. You've got you've got especially wide receivers who are going to get a ton of ton of catches, ton of targets. You've got quarterbacks who are going to put up numbers. I mean, I don't. I wouldn't say Hertz is the only. is the only dual threat that you have but um but knowing that you have a third quarterback that you can insert in on bye weeks or injuries helps you out whereas I really only have Patrick Mahomes and Mayfield and I'm going to have to sub in uh either a tight end or a wide receiver um into that lineup. I think I have a much deeper bench than or you. Trey
1: Lance.
0: Uh I mean looking yeah, Trey Lance depending on uh depending on what I do at 105 but I like my bench a lot more than you. I have J.D. McKissick, um, Salvin Ahmed, who kind of split carries with Gaskin in Miami, Jarvis Landry, um, Preston Williams, and I've got a ton of young tight ends that I'm hoping will pan out. Um, But that's one side bet that's going on right now and that we won't really know until the end of the year. Another one that was made the same night was that Mark thinks that Tom Brady will have more passing touchdowns than Mahomes next season. Uh, and oh. as a point of reference, Mark lays out that Brady had 40 and Mahomes had 38. I want to know your thoughts on that.
1: I know, because we talked about this the night that, he, that night that you guys made that bet. And he was, he was adamant. I mean, the thing is, is I think that Kansas City had so much more of a balanced offense this year. Um, you know, even, like, with Dam- Damian yeah. Williams the year previous when they won the Super Bowl, they ran a lot more, like, screen-type passes to the running back than actually handing it off. And I think yes. that's why previously Kansas City running backs were so coveted is because they were all pass catchers. And I think with yeah. Clyde edwards who who I-, I think is a stud, is... He's a runner, and they can hand the ball off. And mm-hmm. I think Mahomes likes mm-hmm. that. The only thing is, is that I we saw plenty of times this year, at least I did because I had the beauty of being able to watch them whenever I want to in Kansas City, um, is that Clyde Edwards-Alaire actually got stuffed more times on the one-yard line than I think he actually got in. Um. So, I mean, I think that he is going to – that Daryl Williams is more of that heavy hitter back. But regardless, I don't think that Brady will have more touchdowns this year.
0: No, okay, I was shocked when I looked and saw that Tom Brady had 40 touchdowns. Yeah,
1: yeah I was too.
0: He hadn't – okay, all right, Brent, he, he, here's a question for you. When was the last time – Tom Brady had more than forty touchdowns passing in his career.
1: Without had more.
0: Had more than forty. Without
1: looking, was it like? Was it like the Moss days?
0: Two thousand seven. Yeah, yeah, when Moss had when, when they when, when he, he had 50. when when he threw when he threw for yeah. fifty. Other than that, he had gone. Uh, His next full seasons, 28 touchdowns, 36, 39, 34, 25, 33, 36, 28, 32, 29, and 24. And
1: now he had 40.
0: And then he had 40. I don't
1: think he gets 40 this year.
0: I don't think so. And he had 22 more attempts than Mahomes last year. Mahomes had half as many interceptions. Mahomes only had six picks to 38 touchdowns. Brady had 40 touchdowns to 12 picks. So, I think if you give Mahomes 22 more attempts, I think he probably finds the end zone two or three more times. Yeah. Um, so I think they're I mean, Mahomes had a better season than than Brady did from a I think it was a completion percentage, interne- interception rate, less picks, uh more yards per attempt, um all that stuff, but it just when it was all said and done, Brady had two more touchdowns. I feel pretty confident in that side bet. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think Mahomes probably throws for around 40, and I think Brady probably drops into the low 30s this year.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think, too, that I think the Chiefs kind of come back on fire. I think they, they I mean, got, I mean, they looked stupid in the Super Bowl. They looked right. dumb. <laughs> they looked very they looked bad. Horrible. Like, outcoached. Outplayed. I mean, we
0: have the WTF face for for a yeah. reason.
1: And look what he was doing to it. Look at
0: the in the look chat. At the,
1: look at the passes he was making. Like dudes are not gonna drop that. I mean, Mikael Hardman, Tyreek Hill, those guys got to be on the jugs machine this year, dude. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, let's not pretend that either of those guys have the best hands in the first place. I
1: think Tyreek Hill has good hands.
0: Yeah. Uh, I don't. Travis
1: Kelsey does, and he dropped passes, too. Kelsey's
0: got – yeah, I'd say Kelsey has great hands, and he was dropping yeah. balls. So, I mean, Mahomes played – Mahomes made every throw you could ever ask a quarterback to make. Um, and, yeah, they just weren't weren't panning out. So, the other – couple other side bets before we get on to free agents. Um Dan bets Chris that Adam Thielen will not retire as a Viking, meaning he will not finish his career in purple. Uh, that's an easy win for Chris, I think. Even if Thielen plays elsewhere in his career, I think it's a foregone conclusion that he signs a one day, um, signs a one day contract with the with the Vikings mm-hmm. and retires as a Viking. So I think that's an easy win yeah. for Chris.
1: And I think one that.
0: Easy win for. I
1: think there's another one too up there. Um, ben and Mark bet uh, that Minnesota would not have. Mark said Minnesota would not have a rookie of the year this year. I think Ben said they would have. No,
0: Mark thinks. Mark, no, Mark thinks that Minnesota that a Minnesotan will win rookie of the mm. year. So either Justin Jefferson, Anthony Edwards, Kirill Kaprizov, or Alex Kiriloff. Yeah. and Ben doesn't think so. Yeah. So Mark wins that one because I think Edwards wins NBA Rookie of the year, Rookie Marlo of the Year. Ball's back, right? Is he back? Um,
1: they, I think they said like minimum of a week. Okay. Er.
0: But either way, Kaprizov, yeah. I think, is not running away or skating away with the NHL Rookie of the Year, yeah. but he's definitely in contention. And Kirillov so, has he even? Really and we played? haven't seen. We haven't seen. We haven't seen Kirilov play. I mean, the Twins are on a break just due to COVID. They had two positive tests, so they haven't played in like a week or so. But he'll be he'll be up. I think he was up, so he'll play a full season. And who knows if uh, who knows what that's going to look like. But and then the final one um, actually relates to the draft. Br- it actually relates to the NFL draft. Bort says that the 49ers go Mac Daddy Jones at pick three, and Chris doesn't think so. And Eli got in on the action too. So Eli and Brent think that the Niners go Mac Daddy. Chris doesn't think so, and uh, there's Canes on the line. So Brent, uh, walk me through your thoughts. I have
1: to root for my guy Mac Daddy because (laughs) after the national championship game, the picture of him shirtless in the locker room gives hopes for all guys like me and you to play.
0: Legitimately looks like a dad.
1: Like guys that look like me and you can play college football. You don't need to have a six pack abs. You can have. No,
0: doesn't protect you. no, no,
1: no. Um, That's what you
0: have. That's what you have a flak jacket for.
1: But I mean, in all seriousness, I, I really don't know. I've heard a lot of rumblings of him to San Francisco Um, I could see him go, uh, I could see San Francisco go with like a Justin Fields or a Trey Lance. But I think, you know, look at what Shanahan, you know, when he took the Falcons to the Super Bowl, he had Matt Ryan. Right. He wants the pure passer. He doesn't want, I don't think he wants. Hold on, hold on, hold on. (laughs) Mac Jones throws a very good ball he doesn't really do much else whereas justin justin,
0: <laughs> justin
1: fields has one of his knocks has been part of his mechanics now at his pro day he was throwing sure. the ball very tight spiral but mac jones throughout the year had like the highest rated passes over 40 or over 20 yards or something like that and so i think it's yeah. just a guy that can sling it Whereas, you know, like Trey Lance I, probably has the biggest arm in the draft, but he's more of a Josh right. Allen where he's raw talent. Yep. He'll come in, he'll yep. throw picks, he'll make a bunch of mistakes, and he'll develop over two to three years. And I think, yeah. I think that Trey Lance could be, could be the best quarterback out of this draft. If you wait
0: okay. four, year, four I years. I agree. I think that one uh, well, where San, where the Niners are positioned is to contend right yes. now. So they need a QB who is going to be as close to NFL-ready and competent. Correct. And I think, obviously, they would love to have Lawrence, but they're not going to get Lawrence. Lawrence is the most pro-ready quarterback out of any quarterback in the class. I think yep. that's that, that goes yes. without saying. But I think you do... And I, I I saw something where I think it was Mac Jones was the highest rated overall PFF yes. quarterback, just based off of accuracy and his ability to, his ability to make make throw not make throws with his arm but make the right throw, make the right decision, and that's I think like with the Niners they run what are they West Coast style, a lot of play action, a lot of. A lot of getting um, getting the run game started. So it's like, I think with quarterbacks similar to Fields and Lance, they're going to be, hey, get me 40, 42 throws a game so I can get in my rhythm. Whereas if you ask Mac Jones to make 28 throws a game, hey, we're not going to ask you to do a lot, but when we do, we need you to be on the money. And I think Mac Jones could be that quarterback for them. So... Uh, I see where both players are coming from. I think Fields obviously has the highest, higher ceiling than uh, than Mac Daddy, but I think Mac Daddy fits the system the best out of those quarterbacks. So that'll be interesting to see play out. I think we see four quarterbacks go in the top ten, and I think Chris said that today in the chat. Um, Lawrence goes one, Wilson goes two. I think another quarterback goes three, and Lance probably filters in closer to eight or nine, but.
1: I know it's it's super interesting because so coming out of high school, Fields was actually ranked as the number one, and him and he and Lawrence were in the same class. Um, but yeah. now he he Fields has fallen from two to like five.
0: I know. I know it's uh, and not really for any reason. They won the. They beat Clemson in the, was it national championship or national semifinal? Yeah,
1: well, and so, I don't know. I think it would be super interesting to see Fields go to Atlanta because he's a Georgia kid. He originally yep. committed to Penn State, decommitted, committed to Georgia to stay yep. back home. Georgia stupidly did not use him correctly, let him transfer to keep racist from, and... <laughs> Now yeah, I've seen a lot of projections of him going to the Falcons, which would be super fun for yeah, him at yeah, four. to go play back home. And I just don't, I don't know. I don't see it. Um, but then I could see both like him and Lance going, dude, I don't know. I, I, I really don't think the Panthers are going to draft a quarterback now. I could see them going no. with an offensive tackle to now protect Darnold. Um, yeah. And I've heard um, that Miami has said if there is you know one of these quarterbacks available at six, they could be moving back again, even though they moved up to six from 12. Sure. So it's... Miami is, interestingly enough, very active uh in the draft day trading. Not the draft day trading, but trading of this year's draft picks. And they've gotten a good yeah. haul.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they really they really have. And that is something that I think because you can only pencil in probably two player two position players in this draft, that's I think why we haven't seen we've seen a lot of talk within our within fail about, okay, trades and okay, got to wait for a landing spot. And I mean, I've had talks with pe- with people about pick seven and pick five and moving back into the late first round or potentially even moving up depending on who's there. And I think all of that is, is uh, it hinges upon, upon where these players actually end up. Like where does chase end up? Does chase end up in Detroit? Because that's going to tank his value. Does Chase end up in Cincinnati? Hold on. Uh, that probably increases his value a little bit. I don't think Chase you know?
1: going to Detroit is going to tank his value.
0: Dude, don't. Goff sucks. Goff is a bad quarterback. Don't,
1: don't don't say that. Goff is not.
0: Dude, he's a bad. Without Sean. Okay. Without Sean McVay. Who's the OC? Before. The OC? In Detroit? Doesn't matter. It's Detroit, dude. I don't know, man. I'm kinda, looking it up right now. I
1: disagree with you there. I don't think it tanks. I think
0: Anthony Lynn. Anthony Lynn is the <laughs> Okay. Lions offensive coordinator.
1: Okay. Yeah, okay, yeah. That that would tank him a little bit, yeah.
0: He's not good, dude.
1: Okay, sorry. I'm going to say I am a little bit distracted here. I just see that the Chauvin verdict is in.
0: In political chatter. Verdict is in. um, Will be read within the next 90 minutes, so about 3.30 to 4, if uh, Chris's math is correct. Um, So, yeah, that is, like, real life what's going on, but...
1: Anyways, I still... uh,
0: But that will be happening.
1: I still don't think um, that it would technically tank Chase's value. I definitely think it's, I think it's lower, no, but, but
0: I, yeah. but like it lowers it where, okay, let's say, let's say, uh, I mean, I don't think chase goes to Detroit. I think chase is too, he's not going to, he's not going to last that long. Um, I think chase probably ends up in Miami. I think it's, it's, it's semi likely that, um, that chase ends up in, uh, and even Cincinnati at pick five. I mean that's that's uh that's quite a that's quite a jump, but um but I think that's possible. I think um I think he could even go four to Atlanta depending on on, on or Atlanta trades back to a team that we haven't that we haven't uh, heard about yet. So there there's a lot of moving parts within our draft. And that's what that's what keeps us from that's what keeps us, I think, from making a lot of moves is, OK, yeah, Brent traded um, traded back. But he was certain just based off of the 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 talent there that it's going that his player that he's hopefully targeting uh, is going to be there at one six. And he gained a couple of extra pieces. So I'm interested to see who goes where um, And, uh, speaking of who goes where I actually do want to run through just a few of the free agents and kind of how, where they, where they ended, um, where they ended up in their, uh, in free agency. I know obviously we had the New England Patriots make a ton of moves, um, and then as well, a couple other players. So let me pull that up really quick. Brent, are you back from kenneling, uh, Ken old Guster.
1: Yeah, sorry. I'll
0: take that, I'll he take found that his as a squeaky yes.
1: toys, and I was like, please um, don't do this right now.
0: <laughs> no worries. Quarterbacks that signed Dak Prescott actually inked a long-term deal, obviously, with the good Cowboys. Winston Jameis, famous Jameis. Yeah, good for Dak. Famous Jameis. One year with the Saints. I don't think Jameis is the starting quarterback. I think Sean Payton says... F it, we're going to go with Taysom Hill, and Sean Payton is looking at a different job next year. Uh, that's just that's just what I Man, think. Man, okay, part of me um, hopes
1: that that's what happens, but part of me is also like, my Michael Thomas stock wants Jameis throwing the ball.
0: You need, you need Jameis to throw yeah. the ball <laughs> if Michael Thomas is going to do anything for you, because Taysom Hill doesn't throw Oohie. the football. So I'm glad, I'm like... All the Saints, I'm not touching any of them. I I, I mean, they they got rid of Jared Cook. They really only have like three players on offense Michael Thomas, Alvin Kamara, and Taysom Hill, basically. Those are going to be their three players. They don't have any money to sign anyone. They don't have, they have a late first round pick. I can't imagine there's going to be a ton of, of offensive skill position players left there then. Uh, I think if I mean yeah, if Jameis is the quarterback, I mean Michael Thomas is going to get like, 270 like two hundred and seventy targets this year, like two thousand yards. Or you know, <laughs> I mean, it's possible. It's possible. They don't have anyone. Uh, Fitzmagic signed with the Washington Football Team. I don't like that. And I love it for why not?
1: It's fun. It's because I love it. I think Fitzmagic is a for fun fantasy, absolutely. guy, it's a fun story, but Fitzmagic has been, he's played for what, like 13 different teams?
0: Something like that.
1: And has he ever played an entire season?
0: As yeah. a starter? Uh, let I'm me look. guessing
1: maybe he did maybe one year with the Jets, but I don't.
0: Uh, in my Mi- in Miami, 2019, he started 13 games. So I think it's safe to say that he was the yes, starter. Yes, he has
1: never played a full season.
0: Um,
1: and what was his winning record?
0: Okay, and he was five and eight.
1: I really do believe that Taylor Heineke is the starting quarterback of the fo- Washington football
0: team this <laughs> year. That is unless, a hot take.
1: Unless. They go with, like, watch them go crazy and pick, like, Kyle Trask with 19.
0: Or hey, Or one who of knows? those, like,
1: flyers, you know, that could be a second-rounder.
0: Kellen Mond.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I feel like Kyle Trask. Yeah. I really do like Trask. I think he could be a good quarterback in a couple of years.
0: In the right system, not having to start day one, I think that'd be that'd be fine. Um, But as far as this this next year in Washington, they've got quite a few mouths to feed, and I think Fitzpatrick is the best option was the best option of free agent quarterbacks to distribute the football. You have
1: Alex Smith. Alex Smith to what? Retired. You wouldn't have.
0: I no, I would not if I'm Washington, I don't re-sign Alex Smith, even if he's fully healthy and able to Okay, able I wanna to play. know who the real um,
1: listeners of this podcast, after you hear this part, put in the podcast channel who you think Washington should have kept. Alex Smith or signed FitzMagic. We'll know if they actually
0: cool. listen then. We'll see. Yeah, absolutely. Um but like Let's let's go through Washington really quick. You have Antonio Gibson in the backfield, gonna get touches on the ground, gonna get a few touches in the air. You also have JD McKissick, who is a PPR running back who last year like finished had multiple weeks where he was a running back one just off of the dink and dunk passes that that Smith had um, Smith had last year. You have Terry McLaurin out in the uh, out in the wide receiver room as well. They signed Curtis Samuel, um, who's going to get a lot of touches, whether it's as a running back, as a wide receiver. They're going to find a way to get him the ball, just because they signed him to a um, they signed him to like a three year thirty four and a half million dollar mm-hmm. deal. So they're going to get him the football. And then as well, you have Logan Thomas as a tight end, very underrated. I love Logan Thomas going into this year. Um, So they have quite a few mouths to feed. And I I, like, yeah, Fitzpatrick is going to turn it over. He's not a great quarterback, but he has the arm talent to get the receivers and the tight ends, the football. Um, And I think that's really all Washington is wanting uh, at the quarterback right now um, is an ability to get the football out to your playmakers and have them make plays. So He's never been a great quarterback. He's thrown for over 30 touchdowns once in his career, Um, and that was when he was uh, the starter for the Jets in 2015. But even that, he threw 31 touchdowns, 15 picks. So he's going to get you turnovers.
1: I also think he's he's one of those mentor quarterbacks. You bring him in to show the young guys the ropes. Like, this is how the game is supposed to be played.
0: absolutely and that was what that was what they were hoping it would be an easier transition in Miami i would envision i i was i bet the dolphins were envisioning that being the case they draft uh, tua they have tua under ryan's wing and as soon as Tua's is ready it's a pretty easy easy transition to tua and it didn't seem like that was the case remember hearing stories that ryan was heartbroken or uh, like like sad by the fact that like he was getting replaced by Tua and all that stuff. So I think that's the role that Ryan has moving forward. Uh, just depends on who Washington brings in as a quarterback this year in the draft. If they Correct. go quarterback, uh, other free agent news. I mean, the quarterbacks really cam Newton re signed with the Patriots. Dalton goes to the bears. Uh, yuck for all, uh, parties involved. um, Tyrod Taylor is a $12.5 million backup in Texas for the Texans. Uh, And Mitch Trubisky goes to the Bills. Uh, I remember trying to trade for Trubisky and didn't quite feel like giving up a second-round pick last year, and I'm glad I I didn't. Um, That would have been terrible. Um, There's there's a bit of a shakeup in... Holy shit. Okay, can I mute... uh, political garbage right now. Cause it is blowing up. Holy smokes. Yeah. This needs to stop. I like keep getting dings in my headphones and I can't focus. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's muted. I think we should be okay. Um, it's just going out. It's just going nuts. Um, anyway, there's a, there's quite a bit of shakeups uh, or shakeup in the running back um, pool of free agency. Uh, a couple players re-signed that we didn't think would re-sign with their teams, and then a couple players signed uh, with teams where they the, the teams had um, had up-and-coming and young running backs. Like, let's talk about Kenyon Drake signing with the Raiders, who already have Josh Jacobs. I don't really know what their plan is moving forward to that backfield, but I don't want to touch Josh Jacobs and or Kenyon Drake, who were both running back ones, or on the fringes of being running back ones last year. Now I don't think either of them sniff yeah, that. Yeah,
1: I mean, I still, think, I still think that Jacobs is going to sniff running back one. I think he, he's going to be on the fringe. It, you have to look at it because they've already they've always had a running back by committee. They've just never had a second running back that they felt confident handing the ball off to. I mean, you watch them. I was the Josh Jacobs owner. What in the last year of the Empire's, yeah, his, his rookie, rookie year, year. and also two years like, ago, Damian Washington was in the background, or Devontae Booker was in the backfield, and it's like, why is Josh Jacobs not in there? He's not. He's right. not a workhorse back. I learned that after that, and it's
0: yet. Yeah. He he was in college, which no. is I think what the assumption was of him but coming into really, coming into the NFL, right? Really or am going I wrong? To be a
1: starter there for one year because they huh. had I mean they had what they had Najee Harris, they had Derrick Henry, they had um yeah. who is there? Because Derrick Henry left, and then Jacobs took over, and then Jacobs left, and then Najee took over. And
0: yeah, there might have been a running back in between Henry because Henry's older than we think. Henry's been in the league since like twenty seventeen. Um, there might have been a running back in between those two I that I'm linking on, but it's yeah, something along those lines. Yeah, they had like running
1: lines. back after running back after running back. So that's why I, you know, they've they only have one year of experience, and I think that's one of the knocks on yeah on Najee as well.
0: Yeah. Well, and you look at you look at Jacobs thousand yards rushing in both years, um, his yards per attempt were were down almost an entire yard from his rookie year to this past year, but he had five more touchdowns. So even if his overall touches go down, I love Josh Jacobs as a goal mm-hmm. line back, way more yes. than Kenyon Drake. So I think if with, with Ben having multiple young running backs, you're not feeling pressed to have to rely on Jacobs to be a top eight running back. You can have him and Gibson and Swift all finish between like 20th running back and top eight, top six running back. And you're like, hey, I have three running back one slash twos that I can trot out on any given week. And I know that they're going to get touches, whether it's at the goal line, like Jacobs or you're going to be a workhorse. Like I envision Swift being for the lions moving well, forward. And that's um,
1: like, I think Ben has forgotten what kind of league this is. This isn't our standard league anymore. He has no wide receivers. He's got all running backs. <laughs> he needs to flip. Ben, if you're listening you need to flip one of your youngsters to get wide receivers.
0: <laughs> ben, I've got wide receivers for you. Let's uh let's make something happen. Yeah, because you're right. His his starting his starting lineup this year will be Trevor Lawrence, Deandre DeAndre Swift, Juju Smith Schuster, TJ Hawkinson, Josh Jacobs, Gus Edwards, Antonio Gibson, uh another insert another player in his uh fourth flex spot, and then Trevor Lawrence. Or Tua in his well, other Superflex. So he's got... He's starting the minimum wide receivers I mean, every week. And he has no other wide receivers in his roster except for a bunch of maybe fringe wide receiver yeah. fours.
1: Well, and so, like...
0: Like Kendrick Bourne and Tyrell I Williams. To, I, I went to commission. Um, I went to commission. I'm not Cameron's
1: trying to, like, name drop or make anybody look bad. And this really isn't, like, any shade or anything. And... We had originally been kind of like trying to make a trade. I was looking maybe at trying to get Joe Mixon. And he wanted to go CD luck. Lamb for Joe Mixon. And I'm like, I'm like, oh, of course, you know, I don't think we're on the same wavelength here.
0: You never would. You never are with Kamish. Let's just let's just be honest. You never are, but anyway, go keep keep going.
1: Um, and so I was like, okay, I don't think we're on the same wavelength. I said, I think I can get a pretty good running back at my draft spot, and Commissioner was basically basically what he said was one running back is not going to fix your team, and I was like, well, I said sure. you're not you're not wrong, won't necessarily fix my team, but my team isn't necessarily horrible. I was like, as long as the running back no. is the starter and plays well, I'll be all right. And I kind of look and see what, um, what ja- Jeremy's team, I mean, he had one running back pretty much all year because Eckler was out for a little bit, right. and then Chubb was out for a little bit. And so like, luckily he had mm-hmm. one while the other was out, but I mean, he still made the playoffs and was one of the highest scorers all year. So I'm like in our league, yeah. running backs are not valued as high as some people want to value them. No. Wide rec- they
0: they are the they are the they are the building blocks of traditional standard scoring fantasy football teams, and our league is anything but that. We are tiered PPR. Running backs get half a point per reception. Wide receivers get a full point for reception. Obviously, tight ends get one and a half points per reception. So it it has been really interesting when you look at the discrepancy just between the and with the ability to have four flex, right? Like I could play, I could play six running backs any given week if I wanted to, I could go all five, uh, including super flex, which we saw Eli do. He was rocking, he was rocking a position player in his super flex for the majority of the year, um, and yet you have, but then you have players like Kamish who have multiple quarterbacks in their super flex on any given week, and then you have Ben who has three young um, running backs who have all been in the league for three years or less in Jacobs, Gibson, and Swift. And it, it's really interesting to see the different strategies come through when you see the lineups uh, at any given week. And we're only we're only just got finished with year one. So as the years progress, I expect the kind of layouts to become even more extreme where, hey, you're really only holding two running backs, but you're only going to start one each week because you have so much depth at a different mm-hmm. position.
1: Yeah, no, I'm fully with you there.
0: I in. I'm kind of I'm kind of in the same situation. I mean, I have I have one running back that I know is going to start and it's Saquon Barkley. And I have I have a need at uh, at running back. Like, Don't get me wrong, but I'm not eager to go out and draft one or overdraft one or overpay to get one just because I would like to have a second one. I don't need to have a second one. Yeah, I will end up with a second one just so I can start them if Saquon is hurt or has a bye week. But I'm not needing or feeling pressed into reaching for that kind of position. I mean, I think when we see the rookie draft come through and when we see even the free agent draft come through, I think regardless of teams' needs, because there are so many different teams that have so many different needs, I think the best strategy moving forward is draft best player available regardless of what your roster actually needs. And then make trades. If a player says, hey, I really want this player, then you can make something happen. But in order to best set up your, your team for success, whether it's trading or whatever or waivers or whatever going best player available and uh seeing seeing how your lineup can look i think is the best way forward but
1: yeah i know it's it's definitely i think it's had to be a shift from what from what we previously did and i think values i think Mm -hmm. in trades we have to look at values so much differently which is hard for some of the guys in this league because they've been doing it one way for what seven years, and so yeah, yeah, definitely. It's it'll be interesting to see um, what what happens because I've talked to some people and they're like, I'm not making any trades until like NFL draft night, like after the NFL draft is concluded. I want to see where some of these guys right. have gone. If I feel like the value is there later, then yeah, maybe I'll trade back. Or maybe I'll try and trade up. But now that Matt has traded into top three, picks one, two, and three are solidified. I don't think anybody's going to trade into... Obviously, one is not going anywhere. Chris has said that he would entertain it. I doubt he trades back. Three Matt just traded there. Now...
0: He's not trading out. He's not
1: trading out. Um, The only other wild card, I think, is Texas Dan. Um, Yep. I personally think that he needs a quarterback. It's a super flex league. Some people are going to say other positions. I say he needs quarterback. Heck, I almost wanted to stay at three for a quarterback because I think I need a quarterback in this type of league. Um.
0: Right. Well, and let's. I th- sorry, go I ahead. think
1: he's got Mostert, who is a very good running back. He un- unfortunately got injured with weird turf this year, and it was a weird year for a lot of injuries. So.
0: Here, here's my thought. Here's my thought on Mostert, yeah, if okay. I can insert here really quick. Mostert is in a perfect position if he's in and if he's on any other team in the NFL, he's not fantasy relevant. He's not talked about as a running back one. He is a one-cut speed back who has thrived in a system that relies on running backs being able to get north and south and pick up yards. Wait. And In San Francisco. And I think as long as Mostert stays in San Francisco, he's going to be fantasy relevant. So I don't love him, but knowing the system that he's going to be in and continue to be in, I don't see any reason why that would be a position of concern right away for Texas D. Yeah,
1: well, and so to go back to Mostert, I think he kind of, in some ways, fits the mold of what Najee Harris could kind of do At Alabama. I'm not comparing the two. But he's he's (laughs) in north-south running, but he can also catch the ball. And Mac Jones threw a lot to Najee Harris. So I think that Mostert could be like a pass-catching running back if San Francisco were to go with Mac Jones. That's kind of where I was trying to get there. I'm not comparing the two. I'm not saying they're similar. But I'm just saying they're both like pass-catching With a good amount of speed, whereas they can hand the ball off and catch passes. So I think that that could be a safety net for Mac Jones. But he's also got Ayuk and Debo, who you could say, who you could say, and Kittle. But you could say, like, a Debo and an Ayuk have similar playing styles to a Waddle and Devontae Smith. Like, the San Francisco...
0: Whoa, dude. You're making all no, no, sorts no, no. of reaches no, no, no. right now. I'm not now. comparing.
1: I'm not comparing. I'm saying <laughs> it fits the mold. It fits the mold of offenses look uh, similar. Okay.
0: Like okay. San
1: Francisco has built up. They have a, a, a pretty good offensive line, in my opinion. You know, yep. they have a pass-catching yep. running back, which is what Najee Harris was in Alabama. He was both. They don't, he's not, they don't have a power running back like Najee was, but they have a speedster in Ayuk, which is similar to Devonta. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying they're the same, but they have a speedster in that. And then they have like a Debo Samuel, who is similar to a Waddle. Waddle is obviously much faster, much say whatever you want. But I'm just saying the offenses are very yeah. similar. And I think that is also a number, like a top reason. As to why San Francisco wants to go with Mac Jones.
0: Yeah. Looking at looking at Jeremy's roster or um uh Texas Dan's roster, there's no way he doesn't go court. I mean, there's no way he doesn't go quarterback. I mean at he four definitely four. should. Because his his quarterbacks, unless he thinks he can get a quarterback at eight instead of four. Um and he
1: could. Possibly but
0: he could, but his quarterbacks right now are Robert Griffin, Nick Mullins. Is Robert
1: Griffin even in Baltimore? Two
0: backups. Before? I don't even know. That's what Sleeper says. I don't trust Sleeper. Um, and then Carson Wentz in yeah, Indianapolis. I like Carson and Indy. Dude, I don't. I don't. Imagine I don't if hate you had Carson
1: that. Wentz and Trey but when Lance. You have
0: when you have when you have Car- <laughs> two NDSU QBs. When you have Carson Wentz as the only actual viable quarterback, I mean he could go. He's got the he's got the skill players to just say screw it. I'm not gonna go quarterback with my superflex. Uh, like he has the players. He could do that with. He's got. Um, he's got Odell Beckham. He's got Kenny Galladay. He's got. Um, even a player like Naheem Naheem Hines, depending on what that backfield looks like in Indy. But I don't don't foresee Dan saying screw it and going pits or chase at four. If anything, I'd be curious to see Dan potentially try to trade back. With who, I'm not sure, but to even gain more picks and build out uh, an even overall roster, I could see him trying to do that with pick four. But... I'm not trying to plant any ideas. That's just what I'm seeing from a lineup and a roster configuration right. perspective.
1: Yeah, so then so then we're back to, you know, pick number five. And pick number five, obviously held by you, is going to be, like, it's a wild card pick. Like, you know, if we say, like, yeah. if Texas Dan, we're to go with, like, a Najee, or an ETN, or a Pitts. Like, I think that that could be good for his team. Any one of those.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. But
1: then, that five, that leaves you with the possibility of getting like, um, maybe like a Mac Jones or a Trey Lance. And then if that happens, that would leave me, like then if you don't go with a quarterback, that leaves me with one of those top five. I have two choices of those top five quarterbacks still at six. Yeah. And so, yeah, I mean, you kind of have – you have a wild card pick at number five.
0: Yep. And I think that
1: you could field calls.
0: Oh, absolutely. And I think a lot of it is – Hinging, it, 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 it's dependent on what Dan Texas Dan mm-hmm. does at four. If Texas Dan goes quarterback at four, I am not trading pick five.
1: If he goes, if he, if he goes, but if Dan doesn't
0: go, if if Dan goes quarterback and the first four players off the board are any combination of Lawrence Fields, Wilson, and Lance, if those are the four first players taken, I'm not trading pick five. Yeah. But if there's a if there's a position player that goes at four and a quarterback comes to me at five, I've got quite a few options. And I've been trying to think, okay, what does it look like for me to draft a position where I already have two starters in Baker and Mahomes? What does it look like to draft a quarterback, one of those four quarterbacks at five, and say, screw it to draft strategy. I have three potentially qb like three qbs that are that are all startable on any of the rosters in this league you know what mm-hmm. does it look like and then have and then having seven back to back to go and say okay if i if i miss on a player or wait on a player i really only have to wait one more pick to hopefully see them yeah. again at and seven. i mean you
1: kind of know where i'm headed with six
0: I think I have an idea, but again, right. it, it depends. It it really it really depends, not so much on on landing spots with these picks. I think landing spots probably plays a plays a bigger role in the late first round, early second round, with some skill position players like Rondale Moore and Elijah. Um, I can't think of a lot the wide receiver for Ole Miss, but um, his I can't think of his last name. But uh, even Bateman, I mean Bateman, I could see him sneaking up into the one eight one nine range. Depending on where, what team takes him and, and what pass catchers are there. And um, which But I think Homer the first, regardless him. of landing spot. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, so I, I think the first five or six picks are probably, I could probably speculate what they are. And I don't think landing spots the will. The only place
1: that it's going to hold landing spots Sway is those too
0: much, but. Yeah.
1: Because I mean Yeah, I suppose if, like
0: if 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 Fields goes to San Fran, I think Fields is my wider is my quarterback too if overall. Zach
1: Wilson goes to the Jets behind Lawrence. Zach Wilson to the Jets
0: Which he will or
1: you know if he goes to the Jets and Fields goes to San Fran, I really think I like Fields more. But if Fields goes to the Jets and Wilson goes to San Fran, I like Wilson a little bit more.
0: That's not going to happen. But you, you like whatever quarterback ends up in San Francisco.
1: Yes. Well, but if Zach Wilson goes to the Jets and Mac Jones goes to San Fran, I still think. And
0: Fields, Fields goes, goes to Atlanta. Goes to Atlanta
1: I, st- I then I think it goes Lawrence Wilson, Mac Jones, and
0: Fields. Jones.
1: And it's going to depend. Well, it's going
0: to depend on where Trey Lance goes to. Right, because I don't. I don't envision Lance getting drafted to a team where he is automatically the starter. Could be like could win the job in in training camp and all of that, but like we know, Trevor Lawrence is drafted to be uh-huh. the starter in Jacksonville. We know I'm I'm anticipating Wilson going two to the Jets. I mean, the only competition that would have been there, would have been Sam Darnold, and he got traded. So Wilson is, for all intents and purposes, the starter Yeah, the in New only York. team
1: that I could see Lance being an instant starter is if he goes number nine to the Broncos.
0: Sure, but even there they're going to say, oh, yeah, like we – like, we lo- like Drew Locke, and we want to see what Lance... Uh, we Like, obviously, they're going to do all the coach speak for quarterback controversy uh-huh. right. and whatever, you know, battling it out. But but I think if Lance were to go to Denver at nine, I think Lance would have a great shot at winning yeah. that job. Um, but, yeah, yeah, and then you have the rumors of Fields going to Atlanta, and it's it's, okay, Matt Ryan is still there. Do... They draft fields, and is fields okay with sitting for at least a year to see, like, do you draft a quarterback at four for him to sit a year? I don't know. You know? Yeah. I don't know. Are you really trying to win now if your first pick is a quarterback who's not even going to see the field? You know, that was the the issue with the Packers when they drafted Jordan Love in the first round. Granted, it was like pick 29 or 30 or whatever, but – that was their issue. Was hey, we could have gone out and gotten a, a pass catcher. We could have gotten a wide receiver to go to to line up across from from Adams. But yet we went out and got quarterback. And again, you see the Packers make it to the NFC Championship game and not have enough firepower to stay with the Bucks. So that's the that's the risk I think Atlanta runs with drafting so high, but not actually drafting a position that's going to impact you on the field from right. day one so i think that's why you see the falcons say hey we we are entertaining offers to trade back cuz i think they probably think they could get fields at 7 or 8 or 9 or whatever you know um but yeah it's interesting to speculate what's uh, what's going on and uh, we'll obviously know in 6 days and i think our league's going to ramp up the uh the moves and and trades um when we know I'm who's so where. I'm so excited
1: for the draft. It's it's like I'm itching for something. The NBA has not been doing it for me. Um, I just I don't know. I've kind of fallen off with almost all other sports, and I think I have I have this league to thank <laughs> for it because I'm I'm always <laughs> like thinking about okay. I'm thinking about this team, and then I'm talking to people about trades and and all that. And so, yeah, I mean, whatever.
0: This league will do that. I love it though. This league, like this this league and the previous league that that we were a part of, ruined all other all other fantasy leagues yeah. for me.
1: Yeah, I know. Yep.
0: And I'm okay with that. You know, if I I'm gonna put all my energy into this one because. It's the most active. I pay we the have, most money for it. I pay the for sure the most money for it, um, and it is well worth the time and energy and research that goes into it. So, I am I'm right with you there, um, Brent. We're about at an hour. I think we uh, I think we can kind of call this one call this one good and do a little bit more in depth. Uh, analysis and talk with uh with mark hopefully later on this week or early next week um any final any final um final thoughts or or things you feel like you need to get off your chest take that as a no my
1: my phone got disconnected
0: all right everyone bye see you later